Episode 73 of the Drive-By Podcast is on. It's the Thursday edition. What's happening? Freeway Frank. I'm recording this one late night. Not that you care. <laughs> but, uh, I just finished watching the Montreal Canadiens lose my team. And I decided, hey, what better time than now to do a podcast? Usually I do them during the day. Because I guess with old age comes tiredness after a certain hour, like 7 p.m. <laughs> not that I'm that old. But all right, I wanted to mention this. I was, wa- okay, I'm not going to get, okay, 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 okay. I'm like Joe Pesci now. Okay, I got Leo gets what Leo wants. Was that from Lethal Weapon? I wasn't going to mention this, and it's been a while since I mentioned anything like this, but look, I don't have to say anything more than what I'm about to say. I have not watched legacy media, so the 6 o'clock news, listen to the radio forever. Today, I listen to quite a bit of radio. Also, watch the 6 o'clock, the 5 and the 6 o'clock news, local news, here where I live in Montreal. Why, you ask? Well, because I was up early bringing my wife. She works remotely, but today she had to go into work, so I drove her to work this morning. And then I ended up staying with my mom for most of the afternoon. Then my mom went to her Italian club Christmas party. It's really cool. They go to have this big bash, right, where my mom went dancing and drinking. (laughs) I don't know what she drank, but when she came out of the party, she almost got into someone else's car. No joke. She actually, the guy, the driver, had to get out and just kind of tell him, whoa, it's not your son or whoever you think this is. And then my mom saw me. But that's besides the point. So then my mom came back home. And I was hanging out with my mom before I had to go pick up my wife again. Point is, I was in the car quite a bit of time. And then as I was waiting for my mom, the three or four hours she was at this rock and roll Christmas party, I had nothing else to do. So I watched France and Morocco. Unfortunately, Morocco didn't win. Can't stand France. Sunday at the World Cup. By the way, my thoughts, this this is the way my thoughts are. They're all over the place. But look, there's a method to the madness. This Sunday, Argentina will beat France, mark my word. So I'm watching the 5 o'clock news after the uh, World Cup game, the semifinal game, and then I watch the 6 o'clock news. And no joke, this is what I hear. Mitsumi Takahashi, who I always liked and respected because I worked for the same company for for many years, but I'm not going to say anything bad about Mitsumi because she's the news reader. Okay. I'm sure she's not writing this, but as she's going, as they're going into commercials, she says, is there a link between the unvaccinated and car accidents? And, <laughs> and, and I'm like, what? And then they put in a soundbite of a doctor of all people. The doctor comes on and says, an adult who doesn't follow health guidelines probably doesn't follow traffic regulations either. And then they go into the commercial. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sticking around for this. But you know what? Had I missed this this stupid report, I had a whole bunch of DMs. Literally 20, 25 people, no joke, DM me with the same story. Where Mitsumi, again, who I like, looked like literally when she said this, is there a link between the unvaccinated car accidents? Like she just realized she dropped some acid. And she was stunned. She was even stunned by what she was reading. I don't know if she read it before (laughs) she actually said it. But anyway, I was like, you could tell she was like in her head 
whether she's it doesn't matter whether she got it or not in her head she's like what the this might be it might be time to retire did i just read that and honestly the amount of people just by the amount of people who wrote to me and dm me says it all right there i don't need to say anything else i don't need to say anything else anything more about the doctor or top. it's just mind-boggling to me and this is why i decided a while ago i wasn't People are still wondering, Frank, do you see all these things? Oh, yeah, I see every single one of them. I choose to ignore them, but this one was way too ridiculous and funny not to talk about here at the start of episode 73. Let's move on to Christmas parties. So my mom had her Christmas party, and then my wife had like a semi-happy hour, smaller party. And my wife is telling me that they had some kind of scavenger hunt where she had to go get a tie from somebody in the bar they were at at this happy hour, and the guy wouldn't give the tie to anyone. But the reason why my wife ended up coercing the guy with the tie is she offered him a drink, and the guy said yes. <laughs> Probably thought my wife was hitting on him too. But anyway, she ended up getting the tie. And then one of the other scavenger hunt, uh, I, this is very un-PC, by the way. I love it, but very un-PC scavenger hunt item was, I, I guess, a nylon. How do you go get somebody's nylons? Well, my wife happened to be wearing nylons, so she lifted her skirt and showed that they... Anyway, my wife ended up winning the biggest prize of the night for the scavenger hunt. Congratulations to her for uh, exposing herself and winning, and she loved it. Uh, you could tell she was talking on, on with her coworkers on the phone after. They were having a good laugh about this. And I just thought to myself, well, wait a minute, how are they, how is this being organized at an office, technically an office party, where she's lifting up her skirt and this this goes now? I thought all this stuff was especially, you know, in the corporate world, was unacceptable. Well, seemed to be. But I'll tell you something. Let me talk about Christmas parties here. I remember one of the most insane moments. First of all, I've seen it all at my radio Christmas parties in the past. People sleeping with each other's partners, co-workers making out, other co-workers entering the room of another co-worker's room, basically, after the Christmas party at a hotel we were staying at in Whistler when I worked in radio. All this crazy stuff. Uh, my crazy stuff happened um, not at Christmas parties. That's the last place you ever want to be. You know, like, I never like to show my cards. People for the longest time, I remember when I was in Toronto radio, some people ask, is Frank gay? Because he, they never see me with a, a woman. Meanwhile, quando ne combinav, as we say in Italian. I was on the move, how many things I was up to, basically. And I'm not bragging, I'm just saying. In my single days, I didn't need to show everybody what I was doing. The quieter, the better, no one knew anything. But at a Christmas party in Vancouver once, and I believe the salesperson's name was Victoria. I loved Victoria. She was a sweetheart. One of the best moments from the Christmas party. Now, all night we were drinking. We were literally, you know what the, you know the saying, piss drunk? Okay, well, it, it takes on new meaning and actually probably takes on the most accurate meaning with Victoria. It was, I think, 1995, 96 mid to late 90s at my Christmas party in Vancouver and Victoria's on the dance floor and we're all on the dance floor and the music's playing and the the late 90s mid to late 90s was a great time for music so that's when all the you know imagine all the hits you like from the 90s that was the moment I was playing them on the radio I was introducing them I was 
interviewing the artists. Here we are in the dance floor at the Christmas party at the top radio station in Vancouver. We're all dancing. We're all hammered. And all of a sudden, Victoria was pounding them. We were pounding the shots. And all of a sudden, speaking of nylons, okay, you, you think my wife was embarrassed. This was nylons that were on Victoria. Yeah, kind of like my wife. And all of a sudden, Victoria, you start seeing the nylons from the top part of the skirt to the lower part get darker and darker and darker till all the way at the bottom, they were completely soaked and wet. Victoria peed herself. She pissed her pants. She's pissed drunk. Remember the saying, pissed drunk? That's what it means. You're so drunk, you piss all over yourself. That, to me, was one of the best Christmas party moments ever. Totally unrelated and not at a Christmas party. A friend of mine was dating this girl in Calgary, and she came back to his place, and she was so hammered, she thought the nightstand was the toilet. Imagine being so pissed drunk. She thought the nightstand was the toilet. It was a circular nightstand. She got over it. She pulled down her pants, and before, before he even noticed what the hell was going on, she was pissing all over the nightstand, puddle all over. She was so hammered. She was laughing after, and he was laughing. I don't think they realized what was going on until the next morning. Imagine seeing a puddle on your nightstand. True stories. <laughs> Eat true Hollywood stories. No, F true Hollywood stories. Frank, true Hollywood stories. Right here from Vancouver to Calgary to Toronto and right here in Montreal. Christmas is just around the corner. That's one thing I don't miss anymore. You know what? The Christmas parties... For all those years that I worked in radio, some were good, some were nah, you know, and I say nah, but now I look back and say, you know what, they were probably all good because now I hear they've cut so much in the corporate world, they don't even have Christmas parties. One of the last few Christmas parties we had, no joke, we were told, I'm not making this up, this might be <laughs> the, the company <laughs> that you get your cable service from, this might be the company that tells you. It's okay to feel not so good sometimes. We're here for you one day out of the year. And they asked us to pay $20 for our little happy hour, as we call it here in Quebec, Saint Cassette Christmas party. $20 each. Imagine that. Imagine having to pay $20 when the company you work for makes literally hundreds of millions or billions of dollars a year. Throughout this Throughout this whole podcast, all I've said was Christmas, 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 Christmas. I was the guy on the radio back in the day, just three and a half years ago. And people have told me, they remember me saying this, that I would refuse, refuse. And I even read one of the memos. It's so shocker, I'm no longer there. I had nothing to do with this, by the way. That is the true story. And then people make up shit after, of course, because they see you go rogue, you know, a couple of years after, whatever the case is. But... At the end of the day, I read the memo or part of the memo we received from Toronto on the air saying that we can no longer say Christmas. And I said, as a Christian, non-practicing, by the way, but I don't think I <laughs> stress the non-practicing part. I said, I'll say whatever I want. That's what I celebrate. That's what a lot of people celebrate here. But I'll equally say happy Hanukkah and happy Kwanzaa and whatever the heck else you celebrate, I'll say it. 
but I refuse to say happy holidays. As a matter of fact, I still see people nowadays, you know, shake my hand, do the whole happy holidays thing, and I immediately say, no matter what, Merry Christmas, right back at them. I'm almost shocked to hear that word, Christ, miss. And I've always said it, and I'll continue to say it as we get closer to wrapping up 2022. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I started this. My mind is going 100 miles an hour. You would think this guy did some drugs. No. You would say this guy had something to drink. No. Not one ounce of liquor, not a sip, not one drug. It's the kind of day I've had because I don't remember the last time I, I woke up at 7 o'clock in the morning. I used to wake up at 4.15 every morning for almost 14, 15 years. And I just don't do it anymore. So now when I wake up, I get loopy. And that's what I am right now. A loopy. Also, I noticed, you ever get into an elevator, have a kid hit all the buttons? I literally go, ah, just hit all the buttons. It's kind of funny unless you're late and then the elevator is literally stopping on every floor. Happened to me once. It was a while ago. It was about a decade ago. And I literally, when I saw that, I was horrified. <laughs> and I literally got off the elevator because I wasn't going to ride the next 10 floors I had to go up. The, 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 by the way, the parent was horrified and the kid was giggling. I thought it was funny. And I think I made a comment on the way out like, take care of yourself. I'll get off here and wait for the other <laughs> one. But, you know, you ever notice that kids... You know, there's a TV show. Kids do the darndest things or whatever it's called, right? But you can tell a lot about how that kid is going to grow up based on incidents that happen in the child's childhood, right? There's no doubt about it. There are specific people I know today who I remember as kids, like toddlers, infants, whatever, right? Kindergartners, grade schoolers. And you could see the personality traits coming out early. And today, they're exactly, exactly that. So I thought to myself, a kid that presses all the buttons in an elevator, what does that mean about them later on? What are they going to be doing? Probably sitting down at a slot machine, hitting buttons. It's possible. They might like all those numbers and buttons, and they might also like the Kino game. At the casino. That's very possible. That that could be uh, in store around the corner for them. Mind you, I never did that <laughs> myself. Oh, and also, speaking of kids, you ever notice that kids that are asked by their parents are given an ultimatum? Do your bed or else. Do your homework or else. The ones that don't end up doing the bed or doing the homework, and they take the or else, like those that are, or else what? <laughs> the kid that asked that question, or else what? It, I just talked about gambling. That's a big sign right there that that child is going to gamble. Because right there in that moment, you're gambling on your life. Because your parent is possibly about to kill you. <laughs> do your bed or else. And do your homework or else. But you're sticking around to find out what the or else is. That has gambling written all over it for me. I'll take the or else for 100. <laughs> what else do you got? Give me another column. Uh, yeah, scratch that. Give me another ticket. Give me the extra. You can see that totally happening in the future. Hey, hope you enjoyed this very loopy episode of The Drive-By. 73 comment 
leave a review on Apple Podcasts, five-star it on Spotify. We'll catch you again next week. Looks like what might be the final two episodes for this year in 2022. Unless any bonus episodes come your way, really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Ciao for now. Thank you.